just doing an inventory of where in your life you may be giving your decision-making power away and start to slowly reel that back in. The more that you become aware of the different times that you do it, when it actually happens, you'll, again, like very similar to me, you'll go phone and then be like, wait a second, this is me not honoring my intuition first or my inner guidance first. And so then you can get into a, a rhythm of kind of stopping that. This is the Alchemized Life Podcast. I'm your host, Ava Johanna, and I am so grateful to have you here joining me for yet another soul expansive conversation. My intention with every episode is to show you through storytelling and in-depth conversations that you, yes you, are capable of creating anything you desire. Alongside yours truly, you'll hear from thought leaders and industry voices, and together we will teach you how to come alive in your authentic expression and remember the infinite power of your soul. We're covering topics like wealth, worthiness, the pursuit of your passions, and you'll be inspired to break all the rules of living an ordinary life. You were truly put on this planet to have it all. The thriving spiritual practice, the steamy relationship, the income, and the impact. So together, let's align with our divine selves and alchemize your life. Hello, hello, my loves. Welcome back to the Alchemized Life podcast. This week's episode is actually a conversation pulled from an Instagram live I recently did, and I am really excited for you guys to listen to this conversation because Sarah and I talked about following your inner guidance, what it means to start to live in alignment with that inner guidance, and different ways in which you can begin to really on a day-to-day basis, learn to trust yourself more over the shoulds, over the external validation. And I'm super grateful that Sara gave us permission to air this episode or air this conversation that we did with her community. And I think you guys are really going to like it because the thing is, especially as we're building businesses, but this really goes for any area of our life throughout our entire lives, we are kind of conditioned to not trust ourselves and to constantly seek the approval outside of ourselves in order to make decisions, to feel like something is right for us, to make any big changes in our life. And I find that when we get too wrapped up in the external opinion, validation, and decisions that others make or how they view our life looking, then we really begin to lose our identity. And that's really where, at least in my life, I've experienced so much hopelessness, so much confusion, and just a feeling of being lost and not really knowing how to find myself again. And so I hope that this conversation supports you guys wherever you're at, because ultimately it comes up many, many times. You know, there have been many points in my life where I have kind of gone back and forth between really, really trusting in myself and then also kind of losing that, losing that commitment and that relationship to the voice that's within me. And so we all have access to this first and foremost, even if you feel like it's really hard to hear your inner voice, know that it is there. And whether it shows up in the sound of your thoughts or in feelings, we all have different ways in which we connect to that inner guidance. And we're going to talk a little bit more about what inner guidance is, what your higher self is, intuition itself, and how to, again, just begin to integrate it into your daily life. Because the more that you stay consistent with showing up and implementing these different practices to strengthen your inner guidance and strengthen your intuition, the louder your intuition gets and the more, again, trust you 
can establish within yourself. So anyways, before we jump into the episode, as you guys know, the Mastermind membership is officially live. And this morning when I was meditating, I was thinking about what I wanted to share with you guys in regards to the Mastermind. You know, it's been a long time coming that I have wanted to release this Mastermind membership. And this morning I realized that the reason why I waited to release it until the end of 2020 is because last year around this time was actually when I was setting down the framework for what I did not know yet, but what became my best year yet. And not just my best year in business, although yes, having gone from a 30k coaching business to a over a quarter of a million dollar business in a year is absolutely amazing and when I even say that I have a big old smile on my face because I never thought that was possible and then it happened and it was also best year in my marriage best year in my living situation best year in travel even though travel got cut short you know I was able to sneak in a trip to Australia and I've traveled a lot around California and as wild as 2020 has been, I am so grateful that it has been my best year yet. And I know that the reason why it has been my best year is because at the end of 2019, I decided to start setting a tone, shifting and rearranging my beliefs, and embodying what I wanted 2020 my business and my life to look like. And that is why the mastermind is coming in hot towards you at the beginning, excuse me, at the end of this year, because I want you to take advantage of the same exact energy that I took advantage of to not only build your business, but scale it beyond your wildest dreams. I want you to create a business that is resilient, recession-proof, abundance-driven, fulfilling, service-based, impactful, and something that you're wildly obsessed with. And that's really where the mastermind comes in because I'm teaching you everything that I know you guys and boy have I learned a lot, not just with, you know, the strategy aspect of building a business, although yes, I've been doing that for 10 plus years at this point. Um, In my past life, I was working in digital marketing and doing all of the technical stuff, all the strategy, but also the soul alignment aspect of it, which dare I say is the most important aspect of it. And so if you are at a point where you're really looking for that support to break through your ceiling, to break through your limitations, to overcome any of the obstacles that have been popping up for you in your business or maybe the plateau that you've been at, then the Mastermind membership is made for you. And my intention with this group is to really give you a space where you can exhale and receive, to be surrounded by other entrepreneurs that are on the same path as you and are wanting a space to not only come together to cheer each other on, but to learn from each other, to grow with each other, to celebrate each other, and to share with each other. Because we know that sometimes entrepreneurship can be incredibly isolating. And what I've found from the many groups that I've run is that when you have this family surrounding you and supporting you, there's nothing you can't fucking do. And so it is a gift and an honor to be inviting those of you that feel called and feel inspired to apply for that, or excuse me, to apply for the mastermind to join us this year. It is literally the program that I was born and destined to create and what you have been meant to enroll in. It is what your soul and your business has been craving. And I cannot wait for this beautiful 
container to begin. It starts on December 1st, so that means that you have a month, a little bit less than a month, in order to get your booty on the inside. There is a group level, and then there's also a one-on-one level. I only have two more spots left for the one-on-one, but I do have a handful of spots left for the group, and I just am really excited to see who ends up joining this program because all of the women that are in it so far are just true soulmate clients and are really ready to do what's required to not only make a bigger impact on their life and their community's lives, but also scale their business and not feel ashamed or guilty or greedy for wanting to have this wildly smashing successful business. Because we know that when you make more money, when you feel empowered, when you feel confident and you feel secure in your money, you're able to do more good in the world. And with that being said, You'll find the link to find out more about the mastermind in the show notes. Go through the application, fill it out. There's tons of details on the landing page and also in the application. And then if it is a good fit and I want to move forward with you, we will be in touch. But I'm just really excited, you guys, and really, really grateful to be bringing this program into the world. You know, it's definitely a co-creation between myself, between God, between all of you that are meant to enroll. You have just as big a part of this as I do. And it's going to be really fun. So anyways, giving you a little bit of taste of one of the things that we'll be talking about inside of the mastermind, but of course we'll be going oh so much deeper. Let's jump into today's episode all on inner guidance. How are you? I'm doing so good. It is a beautiful day in San Diego, so I can't complain. I'm super grateful for this conversation and to meet everyone today. Yeah, me too. I was telling everyone how excited I am to have you and that I'm actually taking a course with you now and it's super amazing. Uh, But I'm not going to say a lot. I'm just going to give you the space to introduce yourself and just tell everyone that's watching a bit about yourself before we dive into our topic today. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be sharing space with you and all of your audience and then my community as well too. Um, So my name is Ava Johan. A divine feminine business coach. I, in my past life, I say, um, was a digital marketing expert. I worked with a lot of national brands across the country to support them in branding and website design, graphic design, social media, basically everything under the sun as far as marketing goes. And after a while, I just found that I was so unfulfilled there. I found that I enjoyed the act of showing up and creating, but the companies that I was working with were just so mind numbing. It was, you know, car audio shop was a hot air balloon company. That was actually fun. But for the most part, it was was kind of companies that didn't have much, much um, depth to them. And at that same time, I was on the beginning really of my spiritual journey and I really just needed something that felt more purposeful that felt more rich and full and and excited me and 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 sparked something within me as well too and so after um, growing a digital agency down here in San Diego and managing a team of like 12 people I decided that I was going to quit and uh, wow. create my and I ended up moving to South America for a few months yeah. pursuing yoga teacher training. And once I got back from South America, I decided that I was never going to work for anyone else again. And that I was going to really pursue creating a business within the wellness space. And so now I support women in really letting go of the hustle mentality and a lot of the 
really masculine driven energy. And when I say masculine, I don't just mean male or, and when I say feminine, I don't just mean female, really looking at it from the perspective of the duality of energies. Um, but those that are really burnt out and only operating yeah. in their logical, rational and so up in their head. And so I decided that I wanted to really support women in shifting out of that space because I had been in that space for so long. That shifting into a place of more receptivity, more intuition, more um, inner trust and trust in oneself and then creativity as well too. And really using that as the forefront of building their businesses. And it's just been such a beautiful journey and experience of being able to blend all of the things that I love into supporting women in building their businesses and creating something that they love. Um, and now I focus fully on um, group programs like the one that you're in. I have my yeah. mastermind up in December. And then I also have my breathwork certification program, which is called the Academy of Breath. And that's an online certification for healers, coaches, and leaders to really learn how to teach breathwork, teach meditation, and be able to not only embody the practices for themselves, but have these tools for their clients as well too. Oh my God, I love that so much. And I, what I love especially about it is that you took a journey that started with yoga and you've made it into everything else, whether it's yoga, breathwork, meditation, wellness, helping females with or women with actually starting their businesses and thriving. And I loved what she said about the feminine energy, because I do believe that there is a shift worldwide in this moment towards feminine energy, whether it's in women or in men. And I, I believe 100 percent that it has a superpower in shifting our lives. Uh, we're going to be talking, of course, about that today, but I just want to say that I love your journey and I can so relate because this is exactly what happened with me. And I left my corporate job a year and a half ago. And actually today was one of the days where it hits me and I'm like, how was I able to do that? Because when, when you just shift into something that's so you, it becomes so empowering. You just feel like this is what you were meant to be doing. And it just feels so right. And it's so, it feels so good. So I'm so happy to hear that this is how your journey started too, because I feel it's empowering also for the people that are listening to know that it's possible and that it always starts somewhere. And with you, it started with a yoga teacher training and then it ended up being so much more than that. Yeah, so, yeah. Ava. Yeah, and I'll say real quick that it wasn't always, oh my goodness, I feel so great. This is always what yeah. I was meant to be <laughs> Throughout the journey where, I mean, gosh, it's been five years now um where i fully questioned if i was cut out to own my own business if i fully question i fully questioned my power and if it was easier for me to just go back and get a desk job but over the intention of showing up and and serving something greater than myself that brought me excitement that brought me joy um overpowered the the fear or the the doubt that i had that i think so many of us have of course, of course. It took me almost nine months to be able to make the decision to leave. And today I'm going to talk to you because we're going to talk about guidance. And I'm sure guidance had a huge part of you making that decision and of getting you where you are now. And I'm super excited to personally know all about these things. But I just want to start by asking you, what, what do you mean by guidance? Because maybe a lot of the people that are watching us are not familiar with the concept. So what, what do you mean by guidance? Yeah, I think that that's a great place for us to start. And the the story that I want to tell comes before I jump into the definition itself, um, comes back to this one time when I was driving my car up to LA and 
I, in the car, I'm like such a, um, I just get so heady and I think of all of these different ideas when I'm in the car. And I remember being really interested in intuition and manifestation, but it hadn't fully clicked yet. And at that point, I had this idea of something I wanted to do. And immediately I was like, oh, I need to call my husband or he was my boyfriend at the time and ask him if he thinks it's a good idea. And it was in that moment of going to, to speed dial my, my husband that I realized I had been making decisions based off of what other people thought of that. Oh my God, yeah off of what others opinions were if they thought it was good or not but never really making decisions based off of how i felt about it and so when i talk about guidance and when i empower my clients around guidance it's really beginning to retract so much of our validation from the outside world and beginning to um, establish that within yourself so what do i mean by that well, when an idea comes up or when a thought comes up, tuning in and seeing how it feels for you. Does it feel light in your body? Does it feel contractive yeah. in your body? Does it feel exciting? Does it feel, is there resistance that comes up? The guidance that we receive usually is something that comes from what I believe our intuition, our higher self, that, you know, God that lives inside of all of us, the universe that lives inside of all of us, however you want to call it. And it stems from us getting quiet enough to hear and so maybe getting quiet enough is when you're in the car and you don't have all these distractions yeah. around driving maybe or in the shower yeah yeah or shower shower is a great one cooking cleaning you know going on a walk going going in the water these are all places where we are letting go of so much focus on the outside world so we can turn our focus on our inner world and be able to receive the guidance based off of whatever it is that's coming up in our life, whether it is a career change or a relationship or, you know, a fight with a friend trying to figure out what to do. The first step is getting quiet. And from there, you can actually like that. relationship with that voice inside of you, with your intuition, your higher self, that guidance that lives inside. Yeah, I loved something you said, Ava, because I really can relate when you said that we base most of our decisions on what other people think we should do. And I remember for me, the shift started with something that's so small and maybe for someone it wouldn't mean anything. But for me, when I, whenever I used to shop, I used to always take pictures of myself and like send it to my sister or to a friend of mine and be like, what do you think of this top or what do you think of this outfit? And then it, it, it didn't feel good to me that I used to always ask them what I should be wearing. And then for yeah. me, it started with that. It started with me saying, you know what? I'm just going to pick out my own things when I go shopping. And it's something so small, but for me, it's meant me listening to myself and not asking other people for what I should be doing. So that mm, makes I so love much sense. Yeah, I love that so much. That's such a great example. And I think that anyone listening right now, we can just kind of take a moment and ask ourselves, well, where have I been giving my power of decision making away? Has is it with my partner, friends? Is it with my family members? Where have I been giving my my authority away? And how can I begin to reclaim that? Because the more that we do that, the more we learn to trust ourselves, the more we learn to trust the the, the, the feelings that arise within us, I think at the very beginning, it can be very hard to trust ourselves for, because for so yeah. long, we have just trusted in other people. Um, and this is a practice of reclaiming that relationship with the self. Exactly. And that's what I wanted to ask you, like, what, 
because we're talking about guidance and listening to ourselves. So what do you feel like? I'm not going to even say the benefits because it's such a, it's such a formal way to approach it. And it's not even that, but what's the powerful, what's the powerful effect that following our guidance can have on our lives? Talking about even your personal experience, how did this, how did following this voice affect your own journey? Mm, yeah. So, I mean, I've kind of already shared this, but it's, it's the trusting in yourself, you know, and it, it's, it's trusting that you can make decisions, trusting that you do know what's right for you, trusting that you've kind of always known what's right for you. And so for me and my experience, because I was in such a masculine driven environment working with most in the United States and many places across the world are more masculine nature because we even as women are required to hustle and to conform into a specific box yeah. that doesn't that we don't necessarily fit in you know we are we are fluid by nature we are creative we are intuitive we are empathetic and um in many corporate environments that's taken away from you and so for me having lost all connection to creativity, to intuition, to trusting in myself. When I was first building my business, even though I knew I was like, I know how to do this, I know how to do that. I can do a social media campaign. I can build my website, no problem. Yeah. Um, but I was focusing so much on what other people were doing that I kept following the shoulds in my life. I should do this, I yeah. shouldn't do that. And so when I based my entire business around the shoulds, I was met with a lot of resistance. One, I was bringing things into my business that I didn't want to do. I know we talked about this a little bit yeah. in the DMs early, but choosing to to do things that I didn't want to do because I saw other people do it and thought that I would be successful as well too. Um, in my relationships, I thought I should be with a person that has a stable nine to five job and health and, and health insurance and benefits, yeah. even though on on paper they might look good, but they're actually an awful human being um, yeah. and I had these shoulds in all these areas of my life and it wasn't until I really started diving into this this relationship with myself and listening to myself and listening to how I felt and how my body responded to certain things so if someone said something to me whether it be the ex-boyfriend or um, a client that a potential client rather than completely bypassing it, feeling in my body what my response was and starting to trust that. And the more that I began to trust that, the more that I started to take ownership over my relationships, I began to empower myself to create things that I desired to create and not just that I thought I should create. And yeah. I uh, ultimately, I saw my entire life change before my eyes because I was no longer living for other people, but I was living for myself and not in a selfish way, more just in a, in, in a, I know what's best for me way. And I can take yeah. agency in my life and not put so much of my happiness, not put so much of my success, not put so much of, of who I am on anyone else. Does that make sense? I love, it makes so much sense. And there's, I'm going to, okay. So I'm going to actually reflect on two things that you said that were great. First of all, I remember you said, um, a sentence in the first 
uh, session in your work in your workshop, you said when we stop shooting all over ourselves, our life becomes so much different. And I feel like the word should, if it just comes, if we just remove it from our dictionary, our entire lives are going to change because we're all in different areas of the world, but we're all following different shoulds based on the culture or based on how we're raised or what's acceptable, what's right, what's wrong. And I feel like this, the number of shoulds keep like limiting the box that we live in until we live in like a very small box, like you said, that's all cornered with shoulds, but also the concept of being selfish, because I, I see that a lot also with a lot of my women clients when they talk about, like, if I give time for myself, if I want to live the way I want to, that makes me selfish. And I always say, but there's two definitions, like if I want myself to live the way I want to live, that's not selfish. If I want you yeah. or the people around me to live the way I want to live, that's, that makes me selfish. So with, with talking about that, Eva, and like tapping into who we are truly and being authentic and trusting ourselves ourselves. What is the link between our guidance and self-trust and being authentic and being who we are fully? Mm, yes, what a beautiful segue. So yeah. I believe they're all linked because if we are taking the time to quiet down enough to still the body, to still the mind, again, this could be meditation, it could be cooking, it could be cleaning, it could be, it could be yeah. uh, journaling. If we're taking the time to really slow down and listen, we will always receive the messages. And it might not be, I wanna do a quick caveat with that. It might not be in that moment. It might be that we pose a question that we need guidance on. So we're in a fight with a friend and we take time to get still and maybe journal on it and ask, what should I do? And maybe the answer does come up then and you know exactly what to do. And then you honor that. And you, and you choose to take that action. You choose to say that thing. You choose to hold space for your friend in that way, whatever it is. And from there, you are not only in integrity with listening to your inner guidance, but you're remaining authentic as well, too, because you are yeah. authentically knowing what you are receiving within you. Um, and then the other times the, the guidance doesn't come up right then and there, but it comes up later. It comes up later. And I believe that we always receive it, whether it be right away or at some point. And so the responsibility that we have ultimately is to recognize that the answers are being provided to us or for us. And from that place to stay authentic, to stay in integrity, integrity is such a big key in all of this and all of the work that I teach is to follow through on what you receive. And then that strengthens the muscle. It strengthens the trust. You know, you're not ever going to trust. If we look at it from an interpersonal relationship aspect, you're never going to trust somebody who is telling you that they're going to do something, telling you that they're going to do something and that they never do it. Our intuition. Yeah, 100%. Way. So if you keep receiving the guidance and you're not following through on it and you're not honoring what's coming up, you're going to stifle that voice and that's what most of us have done throughout our lives because we are born inherently intuitive we yeah. are born in this voice it's just again that box keeps getting smaller and smaller and smaller until we can't hear it anymore and so it's the same it's it's the same process really we're just remembering that we have this relationship and our response goal in this lifetime is to come back to this space so that we can restore our authenticity so we can restore our fullest expression yeah i love the word remembering 
because it just feels so safe and it feels so right and it feels so good and there's so much love in it because you're not actually looking for something outside of yourself anymore you're just remembering who you are and uh, also you said like it's it's something that we're born with but it's something that we're unfamiliar with to the point where sometimes when it speaks to us we don't even know how it sounds or what is it or how do i even connect to it and and the, the whole journey of going back to it is it's it's a really it's not an easy one because like everyone that's listening it's not something that we wake up and then we just know how to do because it's something that we've been disconnected from for a very long time so tapping into that is a journey but the question here eva is how do we know that this is actually the voice of our guide and not just a thought, a random thought that's coming. Or maybe if I ask a question, like you said, like um, um, I have a conflict with a friend and then I ask a question, how do I know that this is guidance versus this is a self-imposed answer? Yeah, so that's a great question and something that I get asked a lot because there's so many times where we will ask a question and then a fear response will come up or yeah. something that doesn't necessarily feel good. and for me, what I've experienced, and I think that this is again going to be different for every person, but from what I've experienced is that at first, when we start to connect to that space, to that inner guidance, it's quiet, it's a whisper, it's soft, it's really gentle. It's almost in this this perspective of, wait, what? Or did that, does that yeah. doesn't necessarily, <laughs> and it's knowing that even if it doesn't necessarily make sense, there's a reason why it's coming up for you. And so I think that we have to first get clear that your intuition, your inner guidance is never going to be the bully. It's never going to talk down to you. It's never going to make you feel bad. If it's feeling contractive, then it is. And what I mean by that is maybe you are posed with two options, like a fork in the road, you could go this way or this yeah. way feels contractive that's not necessarily that it's your it's fear it's it, that's also intuition or guidance as well too if something doesn't feel tight and, cl and cl kind of closing off that's a good guidance that it's not for you whereas the other option might feel light and expansive and, and exciting and so um i think first starting out with how when something comes up in my mind how does it make me feel and I think that a great example of this is, you know, in a lot of spiritual practices and teachings, we talk about signs, you know, ask yeah. for a sign, ask for a butterfly, ask for your number sequence. And I think more than it coming up or not, it's our response. This is a great way to practice is our response to it coming up. So if you ask for yeah, a sign for, and your sign is a butterfly, and you see this butterfly, does it make you feel expansive and excited? Or are you like, damn, okay, I was hoping I didn't see yeah. this. Yeah. So that's a great way as well, too. I love that so much because it, it does make sense. Like sometimes you say, I, like, I want a sign, but then the feeling behind like you wanting the sign or not is your intuition telling you to do something or not. So that, that also makes so much sense. But now like with you talking about the whole, like how we listen to our guidance, sometimes if we're at a fork and we have two decisions to make and it, is it always easy, like the voice of the guidance, is it, is it always easy to follow through with or does it just feel right? But sometimes it might be something that scares us or something that we feel uncomfortable with, but it just feels right. 
Yeah, I mean, I think that anytime that we are stretched or pushed up against the sides of our comfort zone, it's going to be scary. It's going to feel uncomfortable. But I think that there's a difference between being uncomfortable because you are stepping into something new that is for you and being uncomfortable because you're stepping into something that you know definitely is not for you. And so again, this is a practice that we that we have to attune ourselves to individually. And like you mentioned earlier, it does take time. It's strengthening this muscle that's been asleep for a while. It's an atrophied muscle. Um, and so what I always come back to is where where is this discomfort coming from? What is being triggered in me right now? Is it a trigger because I'm scared of you know messing up or or failing or looking silly? Is it a fear coming up because it just feels like this isn't something that I want to do? Um, you know, a perfect example is if I have an opportunity come up with a brand or a company that I could potentially work with, I have to tune in and ask myself, is saying yes to this going to move me closer to my mountain or is saying yes to this based out of saying yes to like from a place of fear and would yeah. saying no to be be in greater be a greater honor to how I want to show up how I want to work the people that I want to work with and um, making the decision from there even though saying no could potentially be scary if it's you know a, an amount of money or something that's a good amount of money could be scary to say no to that because all signs in our external world say yes yes um, to money coming in but knowing that if it feels not good inside of me, that there's something, there's something more to that, even if I don't fully grasp the picture at this time. And I think that that's an important aspect that we should talk about is that we have a very limited perspective. We have a very, yeah. very limited perspective of what's actually happening based off of our past and our present. So perspective based off of the entire scope of our reality and not only our reality, but the collective altogether. And so something might come up in the process of making these decisions where we only are making a decision from a limited perspective, but if we can tune in to where we're being pulled or drawn forward, then even if it doesn't make sense, even if it's scary, we can trust that there is a greater greater thing happening at scale that we might not fully grasp at this moment, but will eventually become more clear to us. Does that make sense? I love that so much because it's like you're looking this way. Like I, I, I always say that the mind is so limited, even if we think it's unlimited, because it's it always thinks this way. But then when you tap into your heart, it's like you open up and then suddenly you have this like sea of possibilities. But I love something you said about trust because I feel it takes a lot of trust. It needs a lot of trust to li to when you listen to that voice to actually trust it because sometimes you do listen to it, but it's it's the moment where you either choose to trust and then follow through or not to trust it. And also I loved what you said about it being a skill because when you think about it as a skill, you feel like, okay, then I then it's something that I can actually work on. And I stop waiting for it to be just like automatically something that happens into my life and it goes more into something that I can actually work on. And and that's yeah. and that's amazing. But like with, with us talking about that, because you say something that I love so much and you say that I you you always um, run your business through guidance. So what does that mean? How can someone run their business through guidance? Because running your business is something that's major. And having that through guidance is, for me, it's super magical, of course, that you say that. But like for someone who has their business, how can they bring, tap into their own guidance to run their business through that? 
Yeah, so I think that it again comes back to just this practice of any time that you're going to make a decision or create something, tuning in and asking how it feels. How does it feel to imagine myself making this decision, to be taking the actions that I would have to be responsible for taking in um, if saying yes to this? Or how does it feel for me to create this program? What does it feel like to visualize and imagine myself in the program itself? What does it feel like to be charging this this much money or how does it feel if i only charge this much money or even if you have a potential client that you could work with does it feel like a yes does it feel like a yes and again this is a the difference between something that feels expansive in your body and something that feels contractive and at first it might be a very very minute um feeling but the more that you practice it, the more you'll get into a flow of, okay, yes, I can immediately tell that my body is like saying hell yes to this, or it's saying hell no to this. And so yeah. um, use it in every aspect, you know, even yesterday I went down to the beach and I sat down and I just put a hand on my heart, took a couple deep breaths in and I asked myself, well, what is it that I want to do? in 2021 what are the things that i want to create how much do i want to make how many people do i want in this program how much do i want to charge and i made those decisions not by looking at what anyone else is doing or what anyone else is putting out there but simply just out in nature by myself hand on my yeah. heart from there and then from from that perspective i can always of course come back and then do research and this is not getting rid of all of the resources that we have at our fingertips this is first finding ourselves is the greatest resource and then yes, outsourcing. I, I agree a hundred percent. And oh my God, like this has the power to change everyone's lives, whether it's your relationship, it's your business, it's what you choose to eat. It's how you choose to move your body is if you want to have kids, if you want to get a pet, like every small single thing in your life is basically managed by your guidance. And I feel like the moment you tap into that, whether it's in your business or in a relationship, it just goes into other areas of your life immediately because now you have the skill and you can use it in everything. So Ava, what would you say? Because we've been talking about this and I believe 100% that it does work. What are practical tools or, pract or practices or exercises that the people that are watching can actually do in their own lives to start tapping into their own guidance? Yeah, so I know I've kind of mentioned a few throughout this conversation, but I'll mention them again. So the first thing is to recognize and just become aware of the places where you might be giving your power away in the decision making process. So whether it be, you know, taking photos of your, the outfits that you're potentially buying yeah. or if you have up, um, checking with someone first to see how what they feel about it before you actually decide what you feel about it. Just doing an inventory of where in your life you may be giving your decision-making power away and start to slowly reel that back in. The more that you become aware of the different times that you do it, when it actually happens, you'll, again, like very similar to me, you'll go your phone and then be like, wait a second, this is me not honoring my intuition first or my inner guidance first. And so then you can get into a, a rhythm of kind of stopping that. So that would be the first aspect of it. Another thing, like I mentioned, is to just get still in whatever way that looks like for you. So maybe that is discovering a meditation practice. Maybe it's going on longer walks without your phone or taking time out in nature, or deciding to create a new journaling practice where you're just asking questions at the top of your journal that you want guidance on and then free writing from there. Um, these are all really easy ways that we can integrate a like daily practice in. Um, and it, again, like we've been 
saying this whole conversation, it makes such a big yeah. difference. Um, and then finally, the last aspect is to really practice feeling into what feels expansive versus what feels contractive. And a great way that you can do this is by sitting down in, in silence and in stillness and starting to recall a time in your life where you just felt amazing, you felt super happy, you felt, again, expansive. You can, you can recall some point in your life where it just yeah. felt really good or you were in flow and everything was kind of falling into place. And just notice how your body feels, just recalling that memory. And then on the other side of it, what about a time when you felt really just like small and guarded and not good? Notice how your body feels in that moment as well too. Usually I like to do the contractive first because I like yeah. I'm not a high the feelings. <laughs> yeah. Bad memory first, happy memory second. <laughs> um, and there you're going to create this body compass of now when you ask yourself those questions, you have a greater awareness of what it feels like in your body to be in a contractive state versus what it feels like in your body to be in an expansive state. Oh my God, like all of these things are, sometimes when you think of it, you're like, can it be this simple and can it be this like straightforward? But it is, it actually is because the moment, like you said, the moment we create space and just tap inward, we are able to listen to this voice. And in that moment, you bring all your power from the outside and then you're like, here we go. I have it. I can make my own decisions and I can do this. And it just changes your entire life. So I love that. So for everyone who's watching, I hope you have like a, like your journal or a notebook or something to take notes because these things really, really can and have the power to change your lives, whether your personal life or your business. And it's just amazing. And Eva, you're one of the examples of how this can actually happen. And I've been literally lately obsessing about that because I've been moving more towards this in my own life. And it's one of the things that I struggled with when I first started. And then the moment I tapped into my inner guidance, I felt like my life is still the same, but the way I'm experiencing it now is completely different, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it's just so much more fluid, you know, you don't second guess yourself as much. And I think that that's where we get caught up often in life is that we are in this analysis paralysis when we have these big decisions yeah. to make. And you decisions to make as well too and this is a way to free ourselves from so much of the time that we spend just battling our own mind and instead just move from the mind into the heart yes it's that it's moving from the mind to the heart and that's why Ava you're you're so uh, sweet it's so sweet of you to actually give a gift to everyone that's watching so do you want to tell them what you're going to offer them Yes. So for everyone listening and watching us, I created a Awaken Your Intuition or Awaken Your Inner Guidance meditation. And so this is a, I think it's about 10 to 12 minutes long guided meditation. And at the end, it prompts you to get out your journal and write anything that came up for you inside the meditation. And it's just such a beautiful practice. And honestly, it's the practice that I do on a daily basis to really step into my highest self. And the beauty of that is that once we step into and embody that version of ourselves, the rest of the day, we are making decisions, thinking and feeling from that perspective. And so if you want to collapse time, and if you are calling something in or manifesting something, this is the best way for you to do it. Because when we can step into that version of ourselves and start to think, speak and act like the version of ourselves that has everything that we desire, then we are able to get to those things so much faster because we're matching that frequency. And so I love, love, love this meditation. Yeah. I'm so for all of you guys to listen to 
And Sarah, thank you so much for having me on for this conversation. It was so much fun. And I hope that everyone was able to at least get one nugget of uh, guidance to support you in awakening your own guidance. Yeah, Ava, thank you so much. First of all, I'm going to definitely do the meditation. And for everyone else, the meditation, I'm going to add it in a link in the caption of um, in, the, in my IGTV. And it's a link and you can just click on it. It will take you straight to the meditation. You can do it and enjoy it on your own time. Ava, thank you so much for giving me the time and doing this with me. Um, thank you, Naveen, for saying amazing talk, ladies. Thank you so much. And Ava, I always like to do this with my guests. Just a message from your heart. To everyone that's watching it doesn't have to be about guidance just something from the heart yeah so what's coming up right now is that you are exactly where you need to be in this moment even if it's not necessarily what you expected or maybe not even what you wanted but what if even if it wasn't what you wanted it's exactly what you need right now to support you in your soul's greatest expansion Oh my God, I got goosebumps. Thank you so much. And I actually listened from someone else. They said when you get goosebumps, it's because your soul agrees to what you're hearing. So my soul definitely agrees to what I'm hearing. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for everyone for watching. And this is definitely not the end of it. And I'm enjoying your course so much. So I'll be seeing you soon. Thank you so much. Bye, Bye love. Guys.